You're listening to the Garden State, the only New Jersey podcast that gives you all the news you need to hear this week. My name is Josh Sobo. My name is Josh Chomick. And I'm Jimmy Parks. Welcome back after this amazing 4th of July weekend, boys. I'm in so much pain. <laughs> You're in pain? Chomick got so sunburned. I am a lobster. <laughs> it was my first time down the shore all summer. I didn't put sunscreen on because I was like, let me put, get the base layer on, you know? Ugh, you got to get the base. That's, that's <sighs> a- like my arms are good. My, my body is so red. It's that feeling like the next day where it's just like everything is so hot and escalated mm. after a sunburn. Just not good, guys, but I'm feeling great otherwise. I was in the sun all day yesterday and it was kind of overcast where I was at. Um, that's the most dangerous though. Yeah. And you know what? Even in the overcastness, I still got pretty Larry the lobstered up. I, <laughs> I look really red. Right I think now. they say like with clouds, it's even like yeah. stronger at times. I've heard that my whole life. I don't know if I buy it. I do. I'm, it was cloudy yesterday. <laughs> look at me now. I'm a lobster. I think it's just their way of going like they're, they, they're over. I don't know. What's, what are they? What's the word? They're like pushing it too far. So you'll put more sunscreen on. I don't think it. <laughs> well, then that comes back to the whole chemtrail story and like our clouds real. Yeah. Cl- like are the chemicals in the clouds that are actually like, throwing things onto your skin. It's an excellent point. Well, welcome back, everybody, to the Garden State Podcast. We like to give you real news and real information, um, especially regarding chemtrail. So, guys, how was your 4th of July weekend, Josh? So you went down to the beach and you got you got roasted. <laughs> I got roasty. Um, it was great, man. Oh. I went down to the beach yesterday. It was my first time at the beach all summer. Um, but other than the beach, you know, I played some golf over the weekend, hung out with friends, went to the city on Saturday. Kind of just did a bunch, man. It was a great weekend. I had a blast. Saw fireworks last night. Um, yeah, that's about it. What beach did you go to? Island Beach State Park. Made a fire. Oh, nice. We made like breakfast sandwiches on the beach. That was really cool. So for the listeners that are newer to the podcast, um, if you've listened for a while, you'll know this, but I used to go down every weekend last summer in my Tacoma. We do. I got the beach pass. I drive on the sand. And this year... My Tacoma can't fit a car seat in the back, so we didn't get the pass again. And I'm just mm. like so wishing I could be driving on the beach. And this is my special, um, you know, I always solicit listeners for selling me stuff. Um, I'm looking specifically for a type of vehicle for next season. And I'm just going to throw it out there and see if a listener has one. I want a Lexus LX470, Ooh. circa 2005, 2006. Jimmy's Googling away right now. Yeah. Like, Early 2000s. It's, it's the Lexus model of the Land Cruiser. I need one specifically so I can go back to Island Beach State Park with a car seat in the back. That's my goal for next summer. The only issue, I miss Island Beach the only that much. issue, Josh, we got laid up with flies yesterday. But you know what? That's not an Island Beach thing. That's like an all coast thing. It depends which direction the wind's coming from. I know. From. I feel like every time I'm there, I, though, I get bit up. You told me there's poison ivy everywhere where we were. We're getting, We're getting a call. What the heck? Who is it? I don't answer it. I don't know who this is. Hello? Hello, is this the Garden State? Yes, yes. it is. <laughs> oh, hi. My name is Angelo uh, from Union County. How are you doing? We're doing great. We're actually in the middle of recording our podcast, so we figured we'd answer your call. <laughs> Angelo, what's up, dude? Oh, snap. I made the cut, boys. <laughs> uh, welcome. <laughs> What's going on, Josh, dude? Josh and Jimmy, how are you guys doing? How's it um, going? I'm good. Happy Fourth. Thank, Thank you. you. Happy Fourth. Um, quick question: Like, what do you guys think about not seeing any lanternflies knock on wood? Oh, yeah, we just um, talked about this. It's weird, isn't oh, it? Not, oh, really? No, they're, they're all over the place. You're just looking at for the wrong they, thing. 
They don't look like oh. lanternflies yet. Right now they're black and have a bunch of white dots on them. They're babies. Oh, okay, okay. You know, I didn't know. Sorry, that. Guys, my heart is just racing right now after the fact you guys answered. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, listen. So I was in my I was in my uh, grandma's backyard last week, just looking around, and I saw a tree, and it had all these little black spotted flies on it. They were tiny, and it was kind of like the same shape as a spotted lantern flying, but they're black and they're L- tiny. Later on, I looked it up, and those are spotted lantern flies. They're just not fully grown yet. So, so when can we expect to see the full effect of these lanternflies, Jimmy? What are we, what are we looking at? What's the timeline? Later this summer, late July, August, in that frame. So right now, hold on, I'm looking at their chart of life. Yes. Um, they're probably in their third instar right now. I don't know what that means. Um, Angelo, do you know what a third instar is? I have no clue. Jimmy, okay, good. So <laughs> from July to September, they start turning red and then they have the big wings and fly um, July to December, July to December. All so. right. So we're looking at a rough, I guess in these next few weeks, we should start seeing them. Yeah. Angelo, you said you're calling from Union County. Yes, sir. All right. Favorite diner in the area. This is, there's a lot weighing on this. Favorite diner. Oh, are you a diner um, guy? I am a diner guy. Uh, I grew up in Union County, Union Township, so I have to say Huck Finn for their impeccable nice. pasta salad. Uh, all right, Huck Finn versus Mark Twain. Why are you going to Huck Finn? The pasta salad is the best there, hands down. Okay. Never tried it before. Right. Good recommendation. We're going to have to check it out. Thank you. Man, well. I believe you guys already did a review on it, but like the pasta salad is something you have to order. That's where it wasn't Huck Finn where I forgot to tip the waitress or or that was Mark Twain. <laughs> Huck that, Finn. That was your um, Christmas story, guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that was that. What diner was that? That was Huck Finn, which is the one by Lowe's. Mark Twain. Okay, so it was Huck Finn. Yeah, yeah you're right, Mark you're Twain. Right, you're right. You're right. Okay, Angelo, dude, this is serendipitous timing. Thank you for calling in. And uh, and anything else you need to know about New Jersey? You have Jimmy Parks on the line. He knows all of it. So if you have any questions right now, this is your moment. Ooh. <laughs> Jimmy, what is your favorite county in New, in New Jersey? Oh, that's so hard. My favorite county? <sighs> I ranked them the other day to somebody. Yes. I'm so, I'm, we're such nerds. You ranked all 20? Top three, then. Top three for the to, people. I gave top three. That's what I gave. Jimmy, what's your top three? Give, me, give us number one, Jimmy. I think one, two, Union County is number one just because I grew up here, right? And that's where I fell in love with Jersey. So, All right. Home. Home County. Um, I really love Camden County. I love Sussex County. Burlington County is cool. <laughs> Nowhere on that list is Cape May County, Sussex County, Hunter County. I said Sussex. Oh, he did said you? Sussex. Oh, my bad. I missed that. What about Warren County? Uh, oh, all right. I think we could say something good about, about like every, every county. county. Yeah. yeah, but they're also uh, different. Besides Bergen County, it's just amazing how you can go from like a place like Bergen County and then Cumberland County, which is not. They're not far from each other, really. Yeah. And they're two different worlds. Jersey's a weird place. It's a beautiful place. Well, Angelo, thank you for calling us. Are you on your way to work right now? Uh, I just actually am, yeah. Oh, awesome, bro. Well, have an amazing day at work. And thank you for listening to the Garden thank State. Thank you for having me on. Dude, this is perfect timing. <laughs> oh thank you for thank calling you so into the mailbag. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Have well, a great day, guys. Thanks. You too, man. Bye. Later, bye. 
Google Voice has that slight delay, so it always feels like you're talking over yeah. somebody. I hate that. But, but that was like amazing how we were just talking. We get the notification. <laughs> <laughs> and, like we never announced that we're filming at this time on a Wednesday. So that was perfect on his end. Yeah, yeah. and if you guys want to call in the numbers 908 67 9993. That's the number to call. And maybe we'll be recording while you call. You could leave us a voicemail or you could talk to us. So That was really fun. I, we'll I'm, I'm very happy Angelo called in. Yeah. Shout out so, to our boy. So here's what I was going to say. You you didn't say what beach you went to. I said Island Beach State Park. Yeah. That's oh, we what talked kind of struck that? this yep. conversation. Yeah. Oh, dude. I'm, I need more coffee right now. My head isn't working. Drink that extra shot, baby. Um, yeah. So Island Beach State Park, we were, we we're talking about getting bit up by flies mm-hmm. and how like Jimmy was like, this is like kind of like a whole like Jersey Shore thing. Okay. But so here, knows? Jimmy, that's, that's the thing is. I've been to beaches where there's flies and I have had encounters with them at Island Beach State Park. Yeah. So is there any connection between the rugged nature of Island Beach where you're not at a shore town? 100%. So all to the west of Island Beach, right? You have all those marsh areas. Yeah. That's more common further south. You go to New Jersey. If you're up at like Belmar, you just have like houses. Yeah. So it's not as marshy. So it doesn't blow the flies that way so it's really all depends on which way the wind's blowing i know people who only go to the beach if the wind's coming out of the east oh if it's not coming out of the east they won't go yeah that's nerd that is so nerdy yeah but they have a flag on the roof they're like oh boy (laughs) (laughs) today's the day they got one of those like weather meters like outside their window i want when i get a house i'm getting one of those on my roof so legit i want one or even like one of those what are they called weather vanes yeah That'd be cool. But yeah, yesterday um, I watched the fireworks with Josh Sobo's dad as awesome. per tradition every year. Um, <laughs> it's, it's great that you guys are like, hanging out like that. It's amazing. <laughs> were you, how many people were there? It was kind of small this year. 10 maybe. Interesting. So, but it was a good time. And then funny enough, this weekend, I actually ended up in Brooklyn the same day as Chomik. We didn't plan it when we weren't that far from each and other. We didn't see each other once. Didn't see each other, but everyone ended up in Brooklyn. I saw my friend's band. Um, Domini. No, this good robot. <laughs> oh, nice. Um, Even better. And then before that, I went for a bike ride at Sandy Hook, and that was like beautiful. I've always wanted to do the bike trail there, and that was the first time. Do the time. bike trail is a it must. Was so That's, nice. If you like biking and you haven't been to Sandy Hook, do the bike trail at Sandy Hook. It's beautiful. I'm getting kind of sad, guys. I got to admit something. Because okay. hearing you go to a bike trail, hearing you go to Island Beach, this year I haven't really, I haven't gone to the beach yet, and I don't know if we're going to get to go to the beach. But, bro. That means next year you get to do the bike trail with your daughter. That's yeah. true. Throw in the, in the little baby seat. Like, what are you talking about? No, you're right. It's just like I love going to the beach as many times as possible. And usually we get a Wildwood trip in once a year or a Cape May trip in with our families. Yeah. And neither of our families are going down the shore this year. You know, your family's not going to Cape May? Well, my okay, there's a long story here. But <laughs> long story short, my parents usually rent a house out top and bottom. Mm-hmm. And the top the guy rented it out to somebody else the same week they rented the bottom when they went to rent it, even though they've booked for like 10 years straight. What a nerd. So he was like, yeah, but it's online. Like I can't control the website. Like someone booked it. So my dad's like, yeah, but we held that week. Yeah. So long story short, there's no space. I mean, I we could go on an air mattress, but do we want to do that with the baby? Probably not. So I don't know if we're going, uh, DTS this year, man. It might be just a a Northern summer here. Nothing wrong. You know, staying up here in, you know, central Jersey during the summer, a lot of things to do, a lot of parks to hit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I got to admit, I was a little jealous the other morning. Shelby posted a picture of you um, in June on like a morning walk. And I was like, wow, Josh looks like such a dad, like such a cool dad. Dude, we go for walks. <laughs> yeah, this, my I, dude's living the dream right yeah. here. I had a five day weekend 
and obviously Friday I was mm-hmm. off through yesterday. We went for walks every day and she's, she gets up early right now. Um, so if we're up at like six early for her, right? Like she used to wake up a little later. Yeah. If she gets up at six. We're like, all right, let's just go for a walk and we'll walk for an hour and then we'll get coffee and it's just the best. Yeah. It's really, really good. Actually. I, I enjoy it. Yeah. I saw like your dad joined you guys one day too. Like, Saturday morning. We, we went to Marigold's fire. and so you had a packed weekend, man. That's it's awesome. Great. So it was a good weekend. Yeah. And I'm, I will get back to Island beach next summer. We're going to get the whole caravan back. Like we did last year. All right. Sounds good. Do you guys want to dive into the mailbag? Since we already got a call from our friend, Angela, we could still get another call. Yeah. You-, you know, I love when people call into the mailbag might as well take another one right now because we got a bunch on, um, bunch on hold right now in the mailbag. So yeah, definitely hit this one. If you want to call into the mailbag, the number is 908-67-99993. Hey there, guys. How's it going? My name is Rick. I'm calling from Wilmington, North Carolina. Wow. Um, I just want to say I love listening to the Garden State podcast. I'm a former New Jersey resident, recently moved down here to North Carolina, and I love listening to the podcast every week because it keeps me connected to all things New Jersey. So, guys, keep up the great work. Um, love it, love it, love it. Uh, you had recently asked a question about, you know, should you get serious with the, the news or just keep it all lighthearted? I kind of like the mix. Um, I definitely love laughing with you guys and, and love, you know, hearing about trees being cut down in, in the neighbor's yard. That's all good. Uh, but it's nice to hear some of the heavy stuff, too. I think it's good. I think maybe an 80-20 rule would work. Maybe 80% lighthearted, 20%. Maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe do like 90-10. <laughs> Just uh, add a little bit in there. I think it's good. Keep everyone on their toes. And uh, But I think you're doing a great job. Thank you guys so much. Keep it up. Love the garden. Bye. That was a really nice mailbag. That was a great message from Rick in uh, Wilmington. Freaking Wilmington. North, where is that? That's like I don't know, Boondocks, man. Boondocks. <laughs> yeah, get, get a map out for that one. <laughs> Once they, you well, get, thank you, Rick. That was awesome. Yeah, once you get south of like exit, I don't know, 90, 91 on the parkway, you lose me <laughs> in America. So that's about as far <laughs> like, as my... Like 10 hours from there. No, but I think that's a good, that's a great comment because that's the, the line we're trying to figure out is like how much of the news should be fun and then how much yeah. should be like actual heavy stuff that... And I think we don't want to become... Um, like a news, an op-ed news show where we're always mm. talking about like, oh, your taxes are rising and yeah, because then people aren't going to want to listen. They're going to be yeah. like, shoot, this is stressful. But when we talk about fun stuff, we can all kind of relate on how hilarious uh, the news is like, in New Jersey. Rick said like 90, 10, um, but I feel like we're more like a 60, 40 mix. Would you guys say really? that? Really? Let me look at the lineup like, to that. Hold I feel on. like most of the time we're, I don't know. I feel like we're more serious than 10%. Of the stories we do. Okay, but you have to see, I guess, serious is subjective. Oh, yeah, it's all subjective because so like, obviously we could have a serious story and make it fun or we could have a fun story and make it serious. Okay, so today, out of our stories, um, when I think of serious being things that like are going to trigger, you know, trigger people politically, none of these stories are, yeah. are like that. All seven of them are very like anybody so can like, listen. So is that your benchmark? Like... Yeah, I think once it gets how into are we going to trigger people politically? Once it gets into the territory where it could potentially divide us, our audience, <laughs> that's where I'm like, Ugh, I don't want to get into it because we're we're just some regular people. It's a good community of people talking about fun stuff. But yeah, but at the same time, how do you stand up for what you believe in in that's, the Garden State? That's right. So that's the other side is we've been given a platform here mm-hmm. where we could potentially see. I I'm too much of a dreamer, and this is my issue. Is like, and you know this, like I'll call one of you and be like, I got an idea, and mm-hmm. it'll be too too ridiculous. And there's a part of me that goes, well, we have a platform that could grow to a point where we could 
potentially have influence in New Jersey. Yeah. Why not? I mean, at least among the next generation, we have enough followers, almost 400,000 people on TikTok listening to us. So it's like there is potential for us to be able to talk about an issue and let people in New Jersey know about it. And, and otherwise they wouldn't know about it because they're not going to watch maybe local news as much as their parents or. So we have this, do have this window to talk about things, but then it comes down to, you know, everybody has a different stance on stuff. So mm-hmm. we, I think we have to use the platform for good. Yeah. Even if it's our perception of good, because I think we are pretty decent people. But don't, I think also, that sounds very cocky. I think Sorry. we could also, we could go like into more politics, into the more nitty gritty. Um, I think people just have to learn that, you know, sometimes it's okay to have a conversation. You know, when I was in it's high okay school, to argue and be I, different. I wanted to study poli sci and mm-hmm. I wanted to go to wow. law school and I wanted to go into politics. Really? Man. Yeah. And I have seriously late. thought about going back to law, going to, to law school. Okay. To pass the awesome. bar. Then I realize it's just a lot. That's a lot. It's a ton, dude. But if I did that, then I could, I could pivot out of this into my, my local government career. I'm like, like, get wh- on the board of chosen freeholders. Why do that when you, all, all you have to do is read a news article online for free? That's a really good point. It's like, why are you going to go to law school? Yeah, but do you think people would elect a regular person? Yeah. Donald so. Trump. He was a bit, he's a billionaire. He's not a regular <laughs> I know, person. he's not a politician though. Yeah, but I, like, but I think if you're, once you get to that level of like business, you are playing the political game. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it's, yeah, I guess. I think anybody that's in a high level of politics is for sure, you know, they've played the game, but also, I mean, there's, there is in our culture an expectation of, I think, education, like, you could say Donald Trump. He went to Wharton School of Business. Like that's the best business school in America. Like you could say any politician. I think uh, Obama went to Harvard. I think like yep. So you have all these people that have done amazing things, and now that's presidential. So like, where did Murphy go to school? I have no idea. Jimmy, uh, do you know? I don't know. It's off my head. I but I mean, if you want to talk about like New Jersey politics, um, there's that guy who took out Sweeney. Um, mm-hmm. in Senate, Ed Durr. That's a great and point. The trucker. A, yeah, he was a truck driver. Oh, see? So, so, so I gotta, that's a normal person. So I got to get a, I gotta get a truck is what like, you're saying. People don't trust politicians anymore. Like people want the everyday man. The working man. The, the working man. They want the, the Josh Sobo who's on a podcast to speak up for them. Josh, you know he why? is for the people. Listen, Mickey Mantle doesn't pay my rent. Listen, run for mayor, Josh. Do something political like that. I think it'd be awesome. I'd vote for you. Thanks. No, but seriously, you should you know, maybe like Go into politics and do that. We'll see. You don't want that stress. I don't think I do. But the that's, stays stressful enough. That's the reason why I think the three of us should get into politics. See, you if know, if we wanted to get into politics, we could really start a freaking war on the internet. Like, honestly, <laughs> if we, all it takes is for some of us to just talk about some crazy things on this podcast, and we could blow up on the internet if we wanted to. You know how political campaigns show the black and white clip of their opponent, like yeah. in the TV commercial? Josh Chomick said, if we want to get into politics, we can start, start a war. war. <laughs> I'm going to use that that's, for my campaign slogan. Dude, the issue, that's going to be on the video. Start a war. What I think about is I've said enough stupid things on this podcast that are in 4K on YouTube. That yeah. if I ran for any sort of office, my my opponents would have ample evidence that I'm really not as like. See, that's the but beauty that, of that's being what a politician. Makes you human, though, right? Yeah, but people don't want human. They want they people. I every, want human. No, because people cling to the hope that politicians are in some way better than they are. That's why we have the state of the union, where like the president operates like a like we're back in a monarchy, and we want to we want to pretend the Obamas are perfect and. And, you know, all these presidents, like their families are so, but they're not, they're just like you and me, but we 
deep down inside want to believe that these politicians have some knowledge that the rest of us, we just don't have. And that's why they get elected, I think. These politicians are like you and me. Did yeah, you hear I what mean, happened to the, in the White House yesterday? You saw no, what happened? They found cocaine in the White House. They had to no. do that evacuation. They well, evacuated? They didn't know, yeah, they they didn't evacuated. know what it was at yeah, first. They just found this white powder. Because if it's white powder, it could be like explosive or something, yeah. right? Yeah, that's why. It could be, what's that thing that was going in the mail a few years Arsenal. back? Yeah. yeah. So they tested, tested positive for cocaine. Wow. So yeah, these politicians are like, you know, they're doing drugs here and there. and It's well, not a good sign, but you know, I wonder who's doing it. Well, none of them are perfect. And that's why we have checks and balances. And we have a three branches of government, but we don't need to get into a civics lesson here on the Garden State podcast. <laughs> okay, well, one said, last question: We don't have to yeah, get into this. Yeah. yeah. If if you found out Joe Biden did cocaine, would you still vote for? I him? highly doubt Joe <laughs> Biden's doing cocaine. <laughs> no, I'm just asking. Like, if you knew like a president was doing like a drug like that, like, would you be like, all right, that we have a problem? Well, I would, of course. I mean, okay, hold on, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> okay, so it could be Hunter. I don't know. Oh my. God. <laughs> we can go into the news if we want. We, we can to- get into the news. I would say um, this is, I guess, I guess the, this is the thing that people are working out with politicians. And this is where we're doing exactly what we just talked about from Rick's call. We're getting into something that's d- dicey, right? Because it's politics. I don't think so. I but think this doing is also drugs the happy, the in a no, 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 political position. You're right. You're right. That's I think, the question. I think we should hold politicians to a higher moral standard. Mm-hmm. The issue is none of them actually hold to that standard. They just pretend to. Mm. Like JFK is the most fam- probably the most famous president of the la- of the 20th century, right? Like, I- arguably, and there's all these rumors of him cheating on his wife, and you know, and people kind of are like, oh yeah, but we still love them. It's like it's to me, I just don't buy any of it. I, I think that the, the, the truth is, and this you'll hear it first in the Garden State. If we want our world to be better. What happens in Washington D.C. or in Trenton is not going to be the solution. It's going to be what happens right here. Right here at this din- at this dinner table, Josh Chomick, at your dinner <laughs> table. Goal. If you want to make the world a better place, start with just your family and fixing your own life. Because the reality is nobody's coming to save you. And that is your uplifting, uplifting encouragement here on the Garden State. That was, that was a good, you know, just segue right there into the news. I yeah. heard this really, this well, he's worth hundreds of millions of dollars. And he said, I've made money under Democrats and Republicans and I've lost money under Democrats and Republicans. It doesn't really matter. At the end of the day, if you're, uh, if you're focused on somebody else coming to fix your problems, it's just never going to happen. You well, just that's your kinda, first problem. That's your first problem. Yeah. It's like, uh, they're all, they're all, you know, everybody's a mess. So let's get into the news guys. I love it. We have so much to talk about this week. So much going on. Oh man, this is see. I just was making an argument that the people are the solution. The people are the way forward that citizens need to get their act together. And, uh, this first story is a perfect rebuttal of my point. (laughs) It's a perfect argument that I'm wrong on what I'm saying. Before we get into the news today, we want to let you know that we have merch available. Our 4th of July sale was very successful, but we also have diner shirts in our new black bear hunt t-shirt so go over to our, our website thegardenstate.com this episode is ad free if you want to support us you can through buying our merch yes thank you all one new jersey man was seriously injured after accidentally lighting his homemade barge on fire while <laughs> setting off fourth of july fireworks <laughs> you know you gotta <laughs> you gotta expect a story like this after fourth of july it's just like there's always some things i don't want to laugh at him because it's terrible he, he got injured he got injured pretty oh, no. badly hey but he, he's alive so the guy, so this is um, kind of interesting. The guy that had the trees cut down on his property that we mm-hmm. talked about last week, mm-hmm. I went on his profile because we were, he follows us and we yep. were DMing 
And he had this video where he goes, happy 4th of July. Don't drink and drive. Don't drink in um, light. Don't drink in light. And I was like, I never heard that before. Yeah. But it's true. It's true. People get drunk and they go do stupid things like go on a barge that's homemade and light off fireworks <laughs> or, or blow their hands off. I saw this meme on. Um, we don't on, know if he was drunk. Well, we don't know. We don't know. Yeah, that's a good point. We have no His idea. His homemade barge must have been just trash. <laughs> I don't even know what happened. Here's the other thing, though, is um, there was this meme I saw on Friday, and it was like, um, there are some people going to this weekend not realizing they're going to have less fingers mm. afterwards than that's they real. do right now. That's real. It's so funny because it's so true. Every 4th of July, people blow their fingers off. You'd think by now they'd go, hey, uh, I'm not going to light an M80 in my hands. It's crazy because I used to light fireworks all the time when I was younger. Like I used to have the mortars, the mm-hmm. big ones, and these things are huge. Like they could easily knock your whole hand off. But like, I don't know, like aren't, it's easy. It's not hard to be responsible, you know, light, be unless safe, you're, run away. Like, unless how you're you, intoxicated. And so I feel like most of the cases you are intoxicated, just being stupid and yep. you forget to run away. But who knows? We don't know what this guy. Well, I mean, I've also seen things happen where like the tube falls over and then the fireworks shoots out towards people versus going straight up. That's it. It's so easy for something to go wrong. That's a good point. I think when hands blow up, usually it's because people are lighting like M80s in their hand yeah. and they're, they're going to throw them and they just wait too long. That'd be my guess. I don't think it's like a mortar because it would have to be such a specific shot for a mortar to launch at you and a crowd of people and for it to blow up in your hand. Yeah. Ugh. But we did, me and Josh used to light mortars off in his yard. Well, we used to, we used to light the mortars, put a bucket on top of it after we lit it. And I remember one time we put a cake on top of the yeah. bucket. Yeah. So that the mortar would just blow up and with the bucket, it would make a super, super loud explosion sound. It's awesome. And the cake would just go flying everywhere. We used to do like so many stupid things. Like, Josh, I'm happy I don't play with fireworks anymore. This is why we can't run for office. <laughs> of course right we can. There. No, people are going to see that and make these guys are real. Listen, you it's never everyday man right there. Listen, you never yeah, you never responsible. You never messed around with some fireworks in the backyard. I don't know if I, I mean, trust you. That's that's the challenge that's with the, this story, I man. I don't want to endorse it. I don't want to say like go play with fireworks and stuff, but like as a kid, what are you doing? You're playing with fireworks. Of course. Everyone's doing it. Of course. And here's the here's the thing, man, is like I would never want to blow fingers off of my hand with fireworks, but I hear somebody do that and I'm like, yeah, I could kind of get how it happens. Of course. That's why you just got to be smart doing it. So listen to this article. This is a New Jersey man suffered third degree burns after setting off fireworks on a homemade barge, causing it to erupt in flames Monday evening, July 3rd, police said. Officers from the Byram Township Police Department were dispatched to a home on Lake Mohawk around 10 p.m., Lieutenant Daniel DeWalt said. Three victims had suffered burns, two were treated at a local hospital and released, and a third was admitted to St. Barnabas Medical Center with second and third degree burns covering between 20 to 40% Ooh. of his body. Mm. The incident was under investigation. Yeah, I wish we had more photos and more details about this story, but as of last night, that was all I could find on this one. Yeah, like, same. I wanted to see what this barge looked like. Yeah. Like, but a homemade barge, you gotta think, it can't be that big. No. Probably well, just all well, made out of plywood and stuff. And yeah, that's why you just lit up. Yeah. What I want to know is if you light on fire and you're on a barge, if you jump in the water and you still get burned, because you think about it, like for, if that's what happened, perhaps there is more to this than just like fireworks. Mm. Or do you think it just exploded and he burned himself I think in it, a second? In a it flash? happened so fast. Yeah, it just flash burned. If, if it's a small barge and you have a firework explosion, yeah. it's like you're not, you're not evading that unless you jump into the water in time, but still, it's Maybe. terrifying. But this is a good post 4th of July warning to everybody. I mean, we all have fireworks lying around now and don't blow your fingers off. Don't light yourself on fire. I don't know what happened here though. Yeah. 
Who knows? The homemade barge is just interesting to me. I he probably say, thought he was being smart by doing it over the water. He wants to give his neighbors a good show. <laughs> what, can, you, can you Google Lake Mohawk for me? Where was this? It's up north. What's Lake Mohawk look like? I just need to visualize this really quickly. It's like a small lake community. It's really pretty. I actually like Have Lake Mohawk. Yeah, I've been. I've been to the, um, there's this restaurant right here I went to. What's it called? It's really pretty. You never been to Lake Mohawk? Uh, what, what town is this? Uh, or like, where's it by that I would know? This is oh, near Sparta. Sparta. Oh, yeah. Okay, I've driven by it before. I've you, never actually swam on it. It's a cool little lake town. Cool. And um, yeah, he was probably giving all his neighbors a show. He must have been that guy. Oh, uh, this is the spot I went to. Krogs. You ever go there? No. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to mess with small business, but that's where I eat. Is it a good small business, though? Can we well, give a shout out? I don't want to get into it. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, so he, oh my God. So he lit himself on fire. And and this is just a fair warning to all our listeners. You got to be careful with the fireworks. Honestly, yeah. Just be safe. Yeah. That's it. I don't know. Yeah. There's nothing else to say. It's like, how you know, you're on a homemade barge. Your fireworks explode. I don't know. Maybe what? I don't even know. How do you like fireproof a barge? Just don't make it out of wood. I think this is why life is so unfair because there's this, so much that could have happened. This, we don't even know. But the scenario sounds awesome in the lead up. Homemade barge. Amazing. Something we check. Do. Fireworks. Like, check. Like this sounds like the setup for an awesome afternoon. At you the live lake. off a lake. Yeah. Check. Made it in life. Now here's the, here's the upside to this whole situation is we live in a state with pretty awesome hospitals and he's at St. Barnabas, which is one of the better ones. I mean, if you're going to go somewhere. Yeah. Good for him for being at St. Barnabas. They're probably going to clean him up and hopefully... 40% of his body. 20 and 40% of his body. Like, I'm sunburned right now and I'm in pain. I can't imagine what second and third degree burns all over my body would feel like. Mm. So, I feel for this guy. It's just a very unfortunate situation. Sucks that happens. Hopefully, he gets better soon. And next year, he can uh, do a better job. Not, you know... Lighting his homemade barge on fire. I don't know if he's going to be doing it. I feel like he'll be back. If you're into that kind of stuff, you'll be back. Better than ever. God bless him. I God bless it. America. All right, let's move on to the next story. ABC News 6 is reporting, in South Jersey, a porch pirate was caught on camera following delivery trucks. I mean, if you're going to be a porch pirate, it's the way to do it. You know what right? I picture with this? You ever go on a boat and the seagulls follow the boat? Yes. That's literally the image that came to my mind. Is this guy, if you don't know what a porch pirate is, those are the people, I mean, how could you not know? But those are the people stealing packages off of people's porches. Scumbags. And... This guy was following like a UPS truck around UPS and FedEx trucks, yeah. excuse me, and just stealing packages after they were dropped off. How crazy is that? I mean, like it's it's a scumbag move, and mm-hmm. there's people all across the country doing this right now, mm-hmm. and it's it's terrible, and we need to stop them somehow. Yeah. So this is out of Pensacola Township, New Jersey. Police in South Jersey are investigating a recent string of porch pirate thefts that may all be related. Uh, Police in Pensacola Township say these thefts have been happening over the past few weeks and investigators are hoping neighbors can help identify a suspect. And here's a quote. This guy is following the UPS and FedEx truck when they drop the packages. He comes after and steals the package, said Roberto Gordian, uh, who saw the suspect on his home surveillance steal a package on Tuesday. After I called the 411 tip line, the detective sent an officer to make a report, said Gordian. He told police the theft made off. I'm sorry, the thief made off with a twenty dollar pair of sandals. Wow, what a win! <laughs> That's a big loss, bro. I wonder what kind of sandals he was ordering. But twenty bucks. I ordered a pair of twenty dollar sandals like a few months ago. From where? What? Like Amazon? Amazon. Yeah, cheap sandals. He said I was doing yard work and he wanted to get into my yard to see what type of yard equipment I guess I had. I wouldn't let him. Said Jared Soy. <laughs> 
So this guy is oh, going so he's around like talking to the homeowners. Yeah, too. He's, he's like a menace. Investigators say home surveillance is a huge help in this case. Oh yeah, it is. That's a lot of the reasons why we were able to make headway on this. So that's a good first step. In a lot of cases, it should deter anyone from coming up said captain Jeffrey Wheeler. According to a security.org survey, roughly 49 million Americans have had at least one package stolen. That's almost 20% of the population. So this is an issue. If this guy is going up to homeowners and even talking to them, isn't his face seen? It's on home surveillance. Well, that's the thing is there. He's probably looking for houses that don't have a ring. So here's the suggestion. Oh, so he's talking to the, got it. Get home security. And then also the other thing this captain said is make friends with your neighbors because you'd be surprised how many people are caught by a neighbor looking out their window going, who's that guy? Yeah. Yeah. And getting the license plate or getting a picture. So this is a, you know, it's an issue we're going to keep hearing about. I think again, 20% of the population though, 49 million is 20% of crazy. It's 20%. Wait, hold on. 49 million would be times five is what? It's 250 million. 50 roughly five times five is 25. So that's 49% would be, I mean, 49 million would be 20% of what population? That's what I was trying to figure out. Scroll down. It said 49 million Americans. That's almost 20% of the population. Oh, almost 20% of yeah. the population. Okay, but that doesn't make sense to me because a large chunk of our pop- population are under the age of 18. I would think it'd be more interesting if they said 49 million packages. How many households are there in America? Yeah. Nonetheless, that's a lot of packages. Jimmy, can you look that up? Yeah. Let's see how many households are in America because if it's 49 million, it's probably 150 million. 123.6 Okay, million. so this is more than... This would be like... All right, let's just do that. Let's do the math really quick. You said 126? 123.6. 123 divided by 49. No, no, it would be the other way, right? So that's that's 40% of households in America have had a package stolen from them. You're welcome, security.org. That's quick math. Do you get what I just did there? Not really, but yeah, I'm just thinking how annoying this is. My point was, if you're saying that's 20% of the American population, and there's 300 million people in America, how many of those people don't have houses? They're just kids. Yeah, that's too. Yeah, so. True. But you, if you take households, like that's actual door fronts, that makes a way more clear. Yeah. It's happening to way more people than you think. Because there could yeah. be five people living in a house. And if a package is stolen, they're all victims of that, right? Yeah. All right. I don't know. All right. Let's move on to this next story. Any thoughts on that before we move yeah, on? Yeah. I feel like home surveillance is huge too. Like yeah. what they were saying in the article. Like, is that the only way to stop these guys? I think it's definitely a deterrent, right? It's like you're walking by because houses. Like, what else are you going to do? Yeah. But, it's like these guys are following UPS and FedEx. That's ridiculous. Yeah. But it's like so easy to tell if someone has a ring camera just by walking by on the street. That's like an immediate like, oh, not going to go there. Not going to the house. Yeah. Or do you like put those signs up that said like this home is monitored by home surveillance? You know, those like stickers. There's I mean, those ADT. signs. Yeah. Yeah. Does that help? Or is it better to like let the suspect know you don't have it? You know what would really help with this? A moat. Yeah. Yeah. I with see, like sharks and alligators. I mean, yeah. If you had some piranhas in there or something. Mm. like a trap door they could just like fall right into <laughs> no but seriously like that's crazy how often this is happening there's nothing you could do because this happens while people are at work so you need to get a camera yeah. up. you need to make friends with your neighbors and those are the, probably the two best things you can do other than that the other the other thing you absolutely can do is get a package drop box install it on your front porch where the ups Ooh. guy can come they that's becoming a thing let me see package drop box you probably get one at home depot and it's basically it looks like this so you go up, the UPS guy can drop a package in, then oh, you unlock cool. and get it out. 
But if you have a big that, package, that, that's not going to fit in there. Yeah. yeah. It looks like you're going to like the mail, I mean, like the post office, but it's in your front house. This might be part of the solution. Wait, the that's package. actually pretty dope. Have you, do you know anyone who's done this before? I saw a TikTok of a guy making one. Look at this one. That's pretty cool. Dude, that's amazing. It's a good idea, right? Did you see the one where the guy uses like a mirror or something to like, he has it like where they drop off the packages behind like this like mirrored wall. So it looks no. like there's like nothing there. It's, I have to look up the video. It's too it's too much to talk about now. But like this, people are very creative in the ways they do that kind of stuff. I think the best solution is just to lock these people up so we don't have to worry about in a civil society well, that's, about that's your package thing. being stolen. I hope. I just hope these guys are getting caught. You know, we don't really hear too many stories about this, but um, I just hope they're not all getting away with it because it's yeah. ridiculous. It's a lot of stuff they're stealing. It hasn't happened to me yet. I don't think like we, twenty dollars sandals. That's ridiculous. Yeah. All right. Next story. Parking tickets in Stone Harbor, New Jersey have surged 1,600% after switching from meters to the app. 1,600%. That's ridiculous. Yeah. So they switched from the traditional, you know, you walk over to that black thing. It's like yep. a 20-year-old computer and you click the numbers and it's delayed. <laughs> We've yep. all used one of those before. Yeah. It's like, how those can we not so get bad. faster computers in these parking meter things? But you know what I love about those things? Like, there's so many steps. Are you interested in purchasing parking yes and then it's like 50 cents yeah times what times yeah. how many 50 cents <laughs> equals an hour so how many hours and you're like i got a dollar i gotta do math right now like why is it so complicated yeah, but basically with this article though it sounds like with the old parking meters people were actually buying parking uh they're paying for their parking though yes because no, now that I, the app is here the app is so easy people don't want to use the app no i think what it's the opposite i think because they have a more like easy way to see who's paying and not paying oh so you said that no i don't know oh. i don't think tickets, so i don't think it's so. going up it means people don't want to use the app that's also well i know it could uh, be a combination listen in my parking lot i have there's an app to use mm-hmm. to pay for parking but we also have the old yeah. school meters the reason people don't like using the app and i wonder if it's the case in this here um there's a fee that's part you, of this you, yes you, that is part you of you this. pay for oh, parking and then they're gonna throw a fee why are people gonna use an app if you're gonna just add another fee i'm it just makes everything more expensive. Doesn't make sense. It's a good point. Um, I think, Jimmy, to your point, whether it's the app or whether it's that, you know, computer thing. What do you call that? I don't know. Parking meter computer. I don't yeah. know. Whether it's that, either of those, I think they probably have a network where they can see who paid and who hasn't paid. I think the old school, you know, coin meter is probably. It was the best. It was the best because the cops have to walk and look. But you know what? Also, you gotta get out of the car. Uh, you know, these people are so lazy now. You they used to have to go meter to meter to collect the change, and now mm-hmm. they don't want to do that anymore. I miss a good old fashioned parking meter. You yeah. just drop coins in it. Yeah, they, they still had them not that long ago. So listen to this. It says uh, parking tickets in the Jersey Shore resort town of Stone Harbor skyrocketed sixteen hundred percent last month with the debut of a new app payment system that replaced the kiosks, there's the word, Mm. that accepted cash and credit cards. Stone Harbor Police Chief Thomas J. Shuda told the borough's council that 564 parking tickets were issued in May, the first month the town began using the Park Mobile app, up from 33 tickets in May 2022. Parking is free in the off-season months. Um, The fine for a parking violation, if paid before the court date, is $34, according to the borough's website. That could mean at least $19,000 in parking violation fines in May for Stone Harbor. Um, What I'll say about this app is that app is not great, though. I don't like the Park mobile app. To me, it it just feels like it never works right. Do you feel that way or no? Um, I like using... Well, I've never used that app. I I use mPay to park or whatever. Mm. My favorite one is Asbury Park. 
Oh, that's an app? Wait, that's what it's called? Yeah. Asbury Park? Asbury Park's parking app is called Asbury Park. Beautiful. That's, look, they saw the window and they... They took it. So this is what the article goes on to say. Motorists pay to park using an account linked to a credit card through the app on their mobile devices. The account requires users to enter a license plate, make and model for the vehicle, which is then used to identify vehicles that have paid. Those who don't want to download the app can pay on Park Mobile over the phone by calling the number, <laughs> which is so complicated. Yes, no one's going to do that. Signs are posted around the parking areas with a five-digit code. Okay, so we've all seen this. Um, also, there's a 30-cent transaction fee for each purpose. That's the problem. That's almost why, like another hour. Why is there a fee? Why is there a fee if you want people to use an app, especially if they got rid of the kiosk too? I'll tell you exactly <laughs> why there's a fee. Me. I'll tell you why there's a fee. Transaction fee? It's because this app doesn't charge the town anything to use it. But so they need to make some money off of each transaction and then also yes, credit card processing fee. Okay, that's a great insight because that makes sense. If I made an app, that's a great way to make money. Yep. Every transaction is 30 cents. You yeah, figure so they're making so say, much money. But let's say 20 cents of that goes towards like your credit card processing or whatever. So let's say you make 10 cents per transaction. How many transactions do you think they have in a busy weekend down the shore? Well, well I said about like yeah. Here's the thing, though, with all this, um, it's great insight, Jimmy, is you have these, there's three people, three parties interacting. There's us, the the user, yep. there's the township, and then there's this app, you know, provider, whatever you want to call them. Then there's this 30 cent fee, right? Someone's got to pay this this company. Why would it then be shuffled of the three parties, you know, and the township's the one making this decision. They're going to shuffle it onto the regular person that's just trying to park why don't they just make the thing 30 cents cheaper to park to offset the cost? We all would win. We all know why that's not going to happen. Yeah. But like, yep. why, why, like, why does it get shuffled onto us? And you have no other option. That sounds like taxation without representation to me, boys. I think we got to throw some tea in the stone Harbor Harbor. I just think, stone it's, Harbor, Harbor. <laughs> do you think the, the rise in tickets are because of the app and people not wanting to go through that whole process and pay an extra fee? Or do you think like people are just confused on well, how to use it? In the article, it doesn't um, really say like why it went up. So it says a member of Stone Harbor's Borough Council questioned during a recent meeting whether police are too strict in writing tickets under the new system. The police chief said absolutely not, and pointed out that officers in 2022 were issuing more warnings than tickets. So it sounds like there's a combination of things going on. It here. sounds like people are just not paying. People are not paying. It sounds like officers were warning a lot of people last year, and this year the gloves are off, and they're like, you know what, we're sick of it uh, now. We're- what if mm-hmm. Chomak and I experienced this yesterday? We were in two areas where there's a high volume of people because it was over a holiday weekend by the shore. Um, we had it said we had self service, we had no service whatsoever. Yeah, could not load anything. What if it's getting so busy down here in Stone Harbor, people can't download the app? It's a possibility. I think that the article probably would have reported on it if that was a common issue. Mm-hmm. I think it's more so. If then it was call me, it, they'll be like, you have to call the number then. Yeah, stupid. I think we've all been there where you're in a, you're down the shore. Yes. You're, yeah, stopping, you're, at, you're stopping to get bagels or something. And you're yeah. Like, I'm not going to pay it. Let's just go get the yeah. bagel. You come back out and that officer, the meter maid, we call him, <laughs> was out there, you know, meter mating. I mean, I'll be honest, guys. I just parked in the parking lot behind this building for this podcast. You didn't pay? Oh, I didn't pay. Ah. But the, doesn't it start at 9 a.m.? You have four minutes until uh, parking goes into effect. All right, so I might have to download the pay-to-pay app or whatever it's called and, and spend 30 cents. It's very, yeah, it's terrible. I'll 
I, I, I pay it all the time. I'm so ashamed by doing it because it's so easy. The app, like I yeah. love the app. I just hate the fee compared to going to the old machines that are so slow, but it's just a problem. Okay. Not to sound like an old person, yeah. but the 30 cent fee you're being forced to pay because there's no other way to pay for parking, right? There's no other way. So you have to pay a third party, not the government. You're paying yeah. a third party. Yep. Isn't that illegal? Shouldn't that be illegal? I don't know. I know it's, I know people mm. will allow it cause it's so small, but shouldn't it be illegal for us to use public property for a private third party organization to, to have to be a mediary, a mediator, a mediary. Yeah, I do it all the time. It was probably bid out through a public concession. Really? You think yeah. so? It, it was probably publicly bid confirmed my, but, but why, why does the 30 cent not sends not get baked into the, the 30 cent fee goes to the town and the town pays it out. Like you're, the, there's a, there is a, a transaction happening that's going out. That's not going to the township, not going to the state. You have to give money to this company. I, to me, it sounds like it should be a situation of at the end of the month, the town goes, Hey, we had 26,000 transactions. Government does times, it all the time. times point three. Yeah, but I'm not, I, they could do it all the time, but I'm not, I'm not saying they haven't done it. I'm saying, is it, um, is it, what's the word? Uh, I'm sure it's legal. Unfortunately, you think it's legal? Yeah, because it's done way too much for it not to be. It sounds like we got to, uh, I just want to say, I don't, sounds like we got to hold these people accountable. Like in our sounds town, like it should be illegal. In our town, should be. we have the app, but we also have the kiosks. I don't know why Stone Harbor got rid of the kiosks. So then like if people want to complain about the app, hey, you have a kiosk. Yeah, use the kiosk. Just so. give people all the options they need. Because some of these older people too, like my grandma's not getting on these, these yeah, apps. Like how is the app? I'm sorry. I, I I get it. Like everyone they, they want to push everyone onto these apps, but like let's I don't know. I'm thinking about Gosh. like the older generation. Well also, they, my grandma doesn't know how to pay for parking like that. It's probably all these older people. Believe it or not, like not everyone has a smartphone either. I know someone who isn't that old who still has a flip phone. Just refuses to get a smartphone. That too. What if you don't have a smartphone? Well, you call the number. You have to call the number. Oh. Dang it. Listen, See, guys, there's always a way. Listen, guys, at what point are we going to take the boot of local government off our necks? When is it going to happen? <laughs> I mean, what are you going to do? You're, we have to pay to park your car to get breakfast. Come on. It's ridiculous. You have to pay to walk on the beach. We have to pay to go on our highways. Everything I mean, is taxed in our lives. Gotta, at what point do we say, guys, some stuff should just be free. I want to park my car. Well, leave me alone. That's why we got to go to our township meetings. Speak up. It's never going to change. Well, that's the thing. So how do we get it to change? That's why you got to run for local government. We have to get an uprising. Like imagine if someone ran for- You want to start a war or okay, something? Hold on. Imagine if, okay, I run for local government. I get elected governor. I wish. And I say, starting tomorrow, I'm issuing an executive order that paying for parking is illegal in New Jersey outside from commercial garages- you know, like the parking garages in Jersey city and Hoboken mm-hmm. or whatever. It would be amazing. Townships can no longer charge you for parking spaces. I think you'd immediately rise to stardom within but the nation. Then what are, what are all these towns going to do? They're going to they use that money to fund other gonna things have to, within town. They're going to have to adjust their budget. See, here's the issue so then with they're government. They're going to tax you more here's, through property no, taxes. Here's the issue with government is they bloat to a point where they never fire people. Hey, companies, you know what companies do? They downsize. The government never downsizes. It just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. That's basic. That's how, uh, under Christie, they get smaller. Well, and then what happened after Christie? We got another guy back that made it bigger, bigger, bigger. Here's my point is the only way your taxes get cheaper is, I hate to say it, 
the meter maid's going to have to get a different job within government. Maybe we move him over to the lawn cutting division of the local township. Well, that's the thing. The meter maid, I'm pretty sure he has like a bunch of other things to do too. It's just like his one little thing. I'm sorry. I sound crazy right now. But listen, think about it. Think about it. This 30 cent thing, man. We should uprise. We should start a protest. It's ridiculous. At the end of the day, I think this sounds like people just don't want to use the app. Yeah. And they just get on the app. That's it. End of story. Stone Harbor's beautiful. But you wait, all got money. But after there. your whole rant, just you're gonna just end your rant by saying, "Get on the app, pay the fee." Because Josh, <laughs> we live we live in a world where can't just give up like that, fish man. To fry. No, see, Jimmy's giving the exact example right there. Most people <laughs> do not have the do not are not emotionally invested enough to go to actually fight stuff, or or they're too busy with their own lives, or they're like, I don't want to deal with it. So what happens is we go, eh. You know, and then you do that enough and eventually we're all, uh, um, I was going to think of like a dystopian future. (laughs) I can make a situation. I don't know. There's nothing that's going to change this. It's just, you have to accept it. They should bring meter meters back, I think. But here's what I don't get is I don't like the pay booth. I wish that the meters that they used to have out per space could just be updated with a QR code. You scan it and you pay there and also have the function to put coins in. That would be the best reality ever. And no fees. And no fees. So you have the meter <laughs> with the coins. You could drop coins in, or you just scan a QR code. And based on if the coins are in, it could update the database. So cops driving by don't need to get out and look at them. They could just, you know. But that'd be too smart. That'd be too efficient. That'd make too much sense for the state. So we need to outsource it to pay to pay app or whatever it's called and charge everybody 30 cents, which is, again, it's, tyr- it's tyranny, man, really. <laughs> Sorry. I'll 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 end by just saying the name of this app and how ridiculous it is. M Pay the number 2 Park Plus. Why is it called it's just ridiculous. M Pay to Park Plus. Yeah, M Pay to Park Plus. Like why just call it like Park Mobile. I don't know. Next That's story. probably taken. I can give you a few good parking app names right now if you want. Give me give me your top. Spot Junkie. Spot Junkie. Space Pay. Um Huh. Meter monkey. <laughs> um, meter monkey. Yeah. Then you have like, it's like uh, you have like a monkey, like a little monkey driving a car is the logo. It's <laughs> good. Isn't it? It's pretty good. Why is the monkey driving a car? Because though? if it's cute, then people will be like, Oh, meter monkey. I'll download that. <laughs> okay. You want a different animal? A picture a monkey. Crocodile. Driving. Honestly, let's teach the monkeys how to Wait, be the meter. Mates. Okay. Jimmy got a crocodile, but it's not, it's croc. Was it rhymes with croc? It's cr- spot croc. There you go. Spot croc. It's a crocodile driving a pickup truck. <laughs> I honestly meter monkeys are my favorite. I kind of like know. spot. You know croc. how they have like if you don't you know, how they, you know how they have like monkeys like trained to do things in in life. Yeah. Um, I why don't they train a monkey to be a meter maid? So you can actually have a monkey riding a bike around the parking lot. <laughs> because then you're going to you know, have... You put the little top hat on it, like the circus. Josh. Because you're going to have someone get attacked. <laughs> no, you, no, you train him. Josh, train him. Josh, that's brilliant. <laughs> Yo, bring that to the Stone Harbor meeting. Let's, bring, let's get a monkey. <laughs> Wait, Josh. Josh, when you and I run for office one day and Jimmy's like, I want nothing to do with you guys, our opponent's going to pull up a video of you going, why don't we get a monkey? <laughs> You're going to have uh, the animal rights people all over you. Oh, they do man. it in circuses all the time. No, they want to work. What are they doing with those monkeys with the top hats in the circus? Well, 
It's they're trying up. to ban circuses, but that's really? a whole nother story. Are they really? Yes. Where have you been? You live under a rock? <laughs> I, don't, I don't go to circus. I'm not on circus talk. I don't know. Okay. I don't, I haven't been to a circus since the Ringling <sighs> Brothers at... Um, yeah, they stopped doing it. Really? Yeah. I have whatever, right next to MetLife, whatever they changed the name of that place to. I don't know. All right. This next, next story. Next story oh is, is, also a, is also a circus, and this is out of thepatch.com. This year, there have been 21 UFO sightings in New Jersey. We don't touch on aliens too much in this podcast. Aliens. Remember that meme? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like, are there aliens in the Garden State? Yes or no? Aliens. Didn't we talk about this last week? Me. Oh, yeah. Jimmy. Jimmy's an alien. But do you guys actually think there's been 21 UFO sightings, or is this all just craziness? Well, the article gives examples of some of these sightings, and we could judge case by case what they sound like. Let's hear the sightings. So let's get in the article. It says, if you need another reason to scan the skies over New Jersey, here's one. Sunday is World UFO Day, and so far this year, New Jersey residents have filed 21 reports about unidentified flying objects, or as the Pentagon calls them, unexplained anomalous phenomena. (laughs) Or UAPs. UAPs. After decades of denying their existence, the Pentagon has acknowledged UFOs are real and may explain what you've seen in the skies over New Jersey. And although a task force reviewed hundreds of new reports of UFOs in 2022, there's no evidence of alien life, officials say, in a report to Congress earlier this year. So the most recent report was May 15th in Ramsey. Check this out. The spotter woke up at 4 a.m. to what they thought was a star out their bedroom window but decided it couldn't be a star or an airplane because of the bizarre motion of the orb-like object that is hovering and zigzagging. That's the first one. What do you think about that? It could be like a lightning bug or something. <laughs> you ever wake up at four in the morning and you're just a little bit dazed and confused? Well, that's the thing. Like, what, I'm waking up at four in the morning looking out my window. And, oh, there's an orb. And the other thing is, why report this? So, so you wake up at four in the morning. Like, Where's the video? Where's all, the videos? Well, hold on. We're all normal guys here, yeah. right? For the most part. Me and Jimmy, at least. You wake up at four in the morning, you look out your window, and you see an orb zigzagging. What do you, you call the police? No. They I'm, reported this. Like, you're going to go, all right, I'm you got to fil- check this. I'm going to film it. I'm going to put it on the, the Garden State TikTok, hashtag it like crazy. Yeah. And then we're going to move on from there. Is Can, there a video? No, not of that one. That's the problem. Where's the evidence? Next one. On April 13th, a Mount Ephraim resident reported a magnificent triangle craft flew slowly overhead while they were outside enjoying the weather with their partner in Camden County. The object had lights of colors I've never seen before <laughs> on each of the corners of the triangle. Don't break character. I'm going to put crazy music. They were this gorgeous and brilliant red color, wrote the reporter. Okay, so we've all seen red before. So if they were a gorgeous red color, then you've seen them before, Right wrote the reporter. The two people watched the craft, even calling for it to come back when it passed by around midnight. Profoundly has changed my perspective on life and the universe. The resident These wrote. people are on drugs. I was going to say the same thing, tripping, dude. bro. Why <laughs> You are on some midnight. You're, you're just tripping on your, your front porch with your partner. Like, dude, like, come on. It said it had lights and colors I've never seen before, but then they go, Get it's a brilliant of- red color. So yeah. you've seen that color before. You just described it as red. <laughs> Honestly, dude, like, uh, We've all seen like that one video of the, um, remember the video, who was it? The pilot who saw like that orb in space, Mm -hmm. who's on Rogan talking about it. Yeah. Like stuff like that. Like, all right, cool. That's pretty interesting. Like that makes me want to believe there's UFOs. Josh. Like stuff like this is like, come on, man. Pump the brakes. We got another story here. Are you ready to hear the next one? Yeah. Keep it going. 
Another interesting sighting happened March 22nd in Barnegat. As a driver was getting onto the parkway in the Ocean County town, they reported seeing two fixed things in the sky with bands of light and tried to take a photo, but they suddenly blinked out of vision. While driving, the person called their husband when suddenly one was just outside the driver's window, not further up than the treetops. It was a very large disc shape with bright lights on either side at the center. I could see a very large window. The window looked to be multiple stories high and could see beings moving up, (laughs) moving around in the window. So it's so confusing the way they wrote that. Um, Noting the craft appeared to keep pace with their pace of 70 miles, 75 miles per hour on the parkway. These people are crazy. Where's the video? We got to take into account that there's a lot of crazy people out there. Where's the evidence? (gasps) Let me tell you something. Oh my gosh. One time I saw a UFO Mm. and I was so like in a trance from like, what is this that I didn't take a video? Wait, where was it? So I was at Apple Pie Hill Fire Tower in the middle of the night. I want to go. I want to take a long exposure of the tower with stars. Hmm. I was walking up to the tower and I was with my friend Katie and we both saw this. It looked like there were lights underneath the tower and then all of a sudden we see them moving and they came out and it flew over us and we were both like, what the heck was that? How low? Wait, low. what? Low. Like, how bright? Bright. In the middle of the woods? Middle of the woods. You legit, how did he not film it? So I was just like so enamored by the whole thing that I didn't know what to do. Um, and then, I mean, Katie left. But did you, were you scared? No, I wasn't scared. It's just kind of like, what was that? So then mm. we left, didn't make a lot of noise until it was like pretty much right over us. Um, There's lights. And we're like, so driving home, I was like really thinking about it. I was like, what is that? Like, no, it's a UFO. So right near there is Joint Base, where McGuire Air Force Base is. Yeah. Um, it was, I forget what type of military aircraft. It was just its landing lights, and it was super quiet. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, oh, so, oh, bro. <laughs> so you just led us down this path to tell us it wasn't a UFO? Well, I thought it was a UFO. It was unidentified. It was flying. It was an object. So for a while, until I identified it, I, it was a well, UFO. Well, that's the thing. I feel like, like, Jimmy, you figured it out. Yeah. For all these other people in these other cases, there there has to be a reasoning. These they're not UFOs coming to New Jersey. Okay, if you want to see a UFO story that's scary, look up Captain David Fravor. He's this retired Navy commander and he tells the story. And I've talked about this before on the podcast. He was flying out over San Diego, um, off the coast of San Diego, and he saw something shaped like a Tic Tac and he said he was recording it with a the thermal camera and the US, and the Pentagon released this footage by the way. The New York Times reported on it. And the, the Tic Tac shape has no heat trail coming off of it. Mm. Do you guys remember talking about yes. this? Mm. Which, if you look at any aircraft, there's going to be a heat trail because there's a propulsion source, right? Whether it's the jets, the yeah. turbines, whatever. So this guy's looking at this thing with no propulsion source, and it's floating in the air. And then it went, he said, in like a split second down from however many thousand feet down to right above the water. It just shot down. And they have it on, they have audio recording of them. It's a cool video. It. Yeah, it's amazing. And they have thermal footage. So situations like that where you can act, there's metrics to track it. There's trained professionals that are, you know, they're in the sky a lot. They know what they're looking at. And they're like, we don't know what it was. That's where I go. That's a, that's a UFO. Now, to me, I go, what technology does China have that we're unaware of? And that's where my mind goes. I don't think, listen, if there's aliens out there and they've made it to Earth, 
That means their technology is way better than ours because we haven't found them first. They found us. Why are they hovering over the ocean, launching up and down? Like that's the thing. I feel like we'd be doomed already. At this, of point. course, their technology would be so much further advanced than ours if they're if they're hanging out on Earth. They're traveling. That means they're traveling like light years. Listen, I love the idea of World UFO Day. It's really fun. It's really exciting. Let's talk about our UFO stories. It's great. But guess what, guys? There ain't no aliens out there. Oh, that's a strong statement. I'm, yeah, that is strong. I, I don't think there are. I think if there were aliens out there, we'd be wrecked already. Like, why, where are they waiting for? If there are aliens, why haven't they visited us yet out of all these thousands of years we've been here on Earth? So, devil's advocate, yes. you could say, why haven't, they could be saying the same thing out there. Why haven't they visited us if there's aliens out there? Why haven't humans visited them? Yeah. yeah. Where would we now, go? Where would we I'm go? The moon? Look, Mars? No, I'm saying, I'm saying like, like we know there's other galaxies and stuff and we know that there's other planets way out there well, that we could no, support life. We can't, but we can't get out there. Exactly. I can't take a plane right now and go with so you that's, guys. That's the point is I'm saying like, if you're 10,000 light miles, mm. light years, excuse me, away from here, they're so far away that they can't get to us. We can't get to them. No, but I'm saying, but these cases where people are seeing oh, yeah, UFOs, yeah. That's, that's fair. why aren't these UFOs, why they just keep popping up and then disappearing all of a sudden? These random little lights. Don't you feel like if yeah, an actual not- alien was here, they have their huge spacecraft, you know, things you see in movies. They'd come and just like term- kill us. I don't even know. Yeah, I don't think that any of these I are- think the whole like UFO story and like the whole, the whole UFO scene's cute and all that, but like, <laughs> show me a real alien. Show me a real alien and I'll believe. But until then, I'm not going to enter, waste my time and entertain myself on trying to find an alien. It's I just a it's, waste of time. You're going to hit a dead end every single time. And I stand on that. But it's fun to talk about. It's so much fun to talk about, but until it becomes your life. And some of these people, their life is aliens, trying to find aliens. That's a good point. And like, for me, that's just not my thing. If that's your thing. Cool. It's a really good I, point. I just want to go golfing, you know? Let's if, go if golfing. If the alien wants to come down, strike me dead, go ahead. Cool. Um... <laughs> right I, I, as i pass out right now through to a lightning strike but like um yeah i think i'm i think that's where i stand on the whole alien debate i think it's cool Tell you, to bring out my putter exactly let's go golfing baby i need to add that to the soundboard i know let's go golfing let's go golfing all right moving on so in maplewood new jersey a coyote attacked a 13 year old girl this past week have you guys seen a coyote in person in jersey a coyote? No. Yeah. No. But do you remember Bro. when we were camping? Wait, do you remember yes. the camping story? Yes. Oh, yeah. We were all there, right? Yeah. Should I tell it again? I think I've told it like a year and a half ago. On That's fine. Tell it again. Yeah. It's a good story. We were camping up in Stokes. Yep. And super remote campsite. Jimmy scored us this campground. That's all I'm going to say. That was your miles into the woods alone. There's, It's not like a common campground where you could walk to your neighbors. We had to drive up a dirt road. We're alone, right? Middle of nowhere. We brought two cords of wood, filled the entire bed of my pickup truck. Yep. Made a bon a blazer. When I tell you, I, this was a bonfire. <laughs> it was so much fun. And towards the end of the night, you know, campfires are the best. You're hanging with the boys. You're telling stories. You're eating good food. You're just having conversation. It's just got some good music going. And but towards the end of the night, the campfire starts to die down a bit, and everybody starts to feel it like it's almost time to go to bed. And we're sitting there, and out of nowhere, we hear screaming, way out in the middle of the woods. And it wasn't just like a scream. It was like screams. And Jimmy said, uh, yeah, it's coyotes. Right, Jimmy? Yeah. And it was absolutely terrifying. And then they, do you so remember evil. when they ran past us? 
Like they weren't that far out in the woods. You could hear them like yelping and going like right next to us. And I, at that point we said, boys, we went primal. We said, boys, are we going to rip a coyote apart tonight? <laughs> and you know, you're hanging out with your friends. Everybody, everybody starts to feel a little bit stronger than they actually are. Cause we were ready to go fight a coyote that night. And then do you remember when I guess, I think it was Eric. He took his flashlight and shot it into the woods and we saw the eyes. Yes. And then our eyes adjusted and it was just deer. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> but it really freaked but me out still, for a few minutes. A coyote is like way bigger than your average size dog. They're tougher. They got more muscle on them. I ran into a coyote in New Jersey a few times. All right, listen to this. They're terrifying. Coyote pack howl. Listen to what this sounds like. Polly mailers are. Uh, I'd say that's an ad. Yeah, we actually need those for um, <laughs> our merch. It's a great ad. We're, so we're laying there in, in the middle of nowhere hearing that, and it was pretty scary. So this girl in Maplewood gets attacked, and she's on South Mountain Reservation, which we've all been there before. It's a beautiful yep. park in the middle of a very suburban town. Um, so here's the article. It says, a North Jersey nature preserve is largely, clo- largely closed to the public for the 4th of July holiday week after a coyote attacked the teenage girl and her small dog. The aggressive coyote bit the 13-year-old girl at the South Mountain Reservation on Friday, Essex County, uh, Joseph DiVincenzo Jr. said she was treated at Cooperman Barnabas Medical Center. Another woman was reportedly attacked by a coyote, a coyote around 90 minutes after the first incident. The attacks have prompted officials to close parts of the 2,112-acre county park through Wednesday. The State Department of Environmental Protection recommends that people should never feed coyotes. Other guidelines include bringing pets indoor and putting away bird feeders at night. So this 13-year-old girl comes face-to-face with a coyote. I heard her dog was actually mauled by the coyote. Well, like I was saying, I ran into a coyote before in New Jersey, and they're scary. They look, honestly, they could, from far away, you're like, oh, it's a cute little dog. It's a cute little coyote. Let's go play with him. Because they look cool. They look like a dog, but they're a little bigger, and but they're, these guys are rabbit and they will attack you. And it's kind of scary, bro. So you can, you don't think you could fight a coyote? Is what no, you're bro. I, there, when I, whenever I go to Raritan Valley, um, in Piscataway at the golf course, there's coyotes walking around that place. Yeah. It kind of looks like that. Hmm. Yeah. At first they look really cute. Like you might want to go up and pet them, but dude, those things are, those things will attack you. They'll Crazy. rip you up. Crazy. So that's kind of scary. A 13 year old girl, bro. That poor girl is probably so scarred from that. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I don't and know. They what didn't this find so- it yet. What's the solution here? What do we do? We, I don't know. Is the solution to hunt coyotes? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Are we trying to keep them alive? I have no idea. I don't know what the environmental <laughs> take is on this. Can they trap them and relocate them out to like the people in Sussex County? So they have to deal with, them? <laughs> which is what <laughs> we normally, keep, keep, yeah, we send the bears to we, Sussex County. We're like, ah, oh, we can't deal with a bear in Union County. Put it up by those people in the country. And they're like, uh, we live here. Like, <laughs> So I don't know, poor girl, but she survived. Thank goodness. And, uh, we'll figure it out. They're going to, they're going to start carrying around like bear spray at our local County parks. Remember <laughs> spray a coyote up. Remember Wiley coyote? No. Yeah. With Roadrunner, Of course. I think the solution is to light dynamite <laughs> on the edge of a cliff and you know, we all know what happens. Yeah. Okay. So she's okay, but yeah, we'll have to keep updated on this coyote yeah, situation. Just, if you see a coyote, get out of the way that those things are scary. Great. All right, moving on. Union County, New Jersey is converting unused rails to a new trail with $1.5 million from the New Jersey Department of Transit. I, I love that, it. I love these ideas so much, dude. 
Yeah, it's it's a good idea to take unused space. These old rail they're all roads. abandoned, overgrown. They look terrible, and they're in nature. So why not make a path? I think it's the coolest idea ever. Yeah, it's a pretty cool idea. It's something we can all, as citizens of these different counties in New Jersey, when this happens, we can all appreciate new them trails to them. bike and walk on. Yep. I signed me up in the Garden State. Let's go. Yeah, so Union County, New Jersey, the county's efforts to convert unused train lines to, into trails is taking shape in Roselle Park in Kenilworth with a project that connects the existing greenways and parks branching into Watchung Reservation. So basically, there's um, an abandoned trail, an abandoned train line, excuse me, that goes into the Watchung Reservation. And uh, the New Jersey Department of Transportation was awarded $1.5 million in funding this month to the Rawway Valley Rails to Trails project, which will create multi-use trails for the abandoned Rawway Valley Railroad section through Kenilworth and Roselle Park as parts of, of its transportation alternatives set-aside program. So the Rawway Valley Rails to Trails project paves the way for a brighter future where safe and accessible multi-use trails bring people together, boost local businesses, create jobs, and unlock the beauty of Union County. Um, Parks Director Victoria Durbin-Drake has been meeting with Union County Connects, a group that advocates for converting inactive railways into public recreation trails, Commissioner Alexander Mirabella said at the June 8th Commissioner Board meeting. So the award of $1.5 million is for a two-mile section in the boroughs of Roselle Park and Kenilworth, which connects the existing path at uh, Black Brook Park in Kenilworth, um, it meanders through numerous county parks and municipalities and into the Watching Reservation via the Route 22 bridge in Mountainside. So this is going to be cool. I have a question. Why is it $1.5 million for a two-mile stretch? I guess it's like everything from like cutting down the trees, getting rid of the old rails. But like so, $1.5 mil, Jimmy, can you like a get lot, more into this? Yeah. So anything with old railroads, it's contaminated soil. So uh, you got to do a whole remediation and all that stuff that costs so much money. I'd be surprised if it only costs one point, whatever million really. So you, it could be definitely way more. Oh yeah. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. Where else the trails? What's the one really long one you told me about that they're going to be doing within the next few years. Um, it's the Essex Hudson greenway. But that's from like Newark to like Jersey city. It goes from Montclair to Jersey city. Oh, see that's, I think these ideas are amazing. Yeah. I'm all for this project. I'm excited for this other one from Montclair to Jersey City. Like, how many miles is that one, Jimmy? That's far. I think it's like eight, eight or nine. That's, that would be really cool. I know, dude. Like, let's make the that's Garden State. Take e- years to happen, though. I know that's what stinks. Well, for this one, how long do they say it's going to take? Was there like a, a date on it? Um, they said it's going to take time. I didn't. Get, <laughs> they didn't. I don't think there was in the article. Let me double check. And this is in our neck of the woods too, so it's even cooler. Like I know that I know that abandoned trail. Yeah, it just said it took three years to get the funding. Um, yeah, so they don't say they just said it's it's amazing they got the funding this quickly, basically, because it only took three years. Well, so. I also think it depends on like how extensive they're gonna be. Is this gonna be a glorified dirt path or are they gonna make it more into like a high line experience with nice benches and yeah. stuff? I mean, yeah. yeah, just give me some pavement. That's all I need. Yeah. yeah. Give me some pavement. That's all I need. Well, I don't want pavement because then you don't see the railroad. I think it, it's cool to see the tracks, right? I like, doubt that they'll keep that. Dude, they're going to rip the tracks. Really? They're yeah. so old and dirty. And but that's, I, I get what Sobo's saying here. Like, like the, It's part of like the history. If you yeah. like, Wait, how do you have a trail if you keep the tracks? Have you not been to the High Line? 
Oh, where they put the pavement like, yeah, over so, top. So it. there's like pavement to the point where you see oh, the rails still. Oh, I can, doubt. I think it. that's so cool. Also, you probably save money that way too, because then you don't have to like pull up the tracks. Well, a lot of these old rail companies. So I don't know if you guys have ever looked into like rail laws and stuff, but mm-hmm. the the powers that these rail companies have are it's insane. Like any of these old railroad right of ways if they decided like tomorrow oh we want to like put a railroad down they still have like rights to it wow. it's it's pretty pretty crazy um so a lot of these old tracks are still owned by companies so they're gonna want to get that money from like the scrap value of the metal uh, so wow it's probably a lot of money in scrap too i can't even imagine all right it's exciting good point. it's good all stuff right. guys so let's move on to this next And last story of today, this is we save the best for last. One New Jersey judge is under investigation after making TikTok videos of him lip syncing to Rihanna and Busta Rhymes in his chambers. (laughs) Oh, cool. In his in his like where he sits. As a judge, I don't know. No, I think what's Chambers is the cha- back room. It's the right? back room, yeah, it's like yeah. The back that's where room. he like goes to make his decisions and stuff. So he's lip syncing Rihanna and Busta Rhymes. Yeah, this story is amazing. A judge in New Jersey will face a hearing after a secret TikTok account was discovered in which he allegedly <laughs> lip syncs to rap songs sometimes while in his judicial robe. <laughs> oh, bro! In his robe, he's lip syncing the TikToks. Oh man, the posts on the TikTok page all under the pseudonym Sal Tortella, <laughs> Tortorella, excuse me, allegedly shows a Superior Court judge, Gary Wilcox, mouthing along to pop music, some of which includes references to violence, sex, and misogyny. The judge appears to have taken one from his bed, according to the New York Times. Approximately 40 videos have been recorded and made public on TikTok uh, with publishing dates between 2021 in March 2023, a judicial review committee deemed 11 of the 40 to be inappropriate for a judge. Seven of the videos appear to have been recorded in the judge's court chambers. Those videos include lip syncing to songs that reportedly contain profanity, graphic sexual references to female and male body parts and or racist terms. One of the videos, which has reportedly since been removed from TikTok, showed the judge wearing a Beavis and Butthead t-shirt. <laughs> What, what, like, what is this guy doing? He's wearing a Beavis and Butthead t-shirt walking through the courthouse to the song Get Down by Nas. I mean, you know, he's off duty. He's off duty. He showed up to the office. He's about to get changed. Then he's oh doing a quick little lip sync. So you're saying that it's okay for a teacher to be doing these things too in their classroom? The complaint notes that the song... I didn't say song... it was okay. <laughs> I'm okay, just saying... On, hold on, hold on. The complaint notes that the song includes lyrics describing a criminal case and a shooting inside a courtroom, as well as imagery of drugs, gang, violence, and murder. The court said on Monday that it had filed a complaint against Mr. Wilcox. He will face a hearing that could result in disciplinary actions up to and including dismissal from the bench. Wow. The court complaint accused Mr. Wilcox of showing poor judgment by posting the TikTok videos and further said um, the post demonstrated disrespect for the judiciary and an inability inability to conform to the high standards of conduct expected of judges. It's pretty funny with it. Was it the Nas song that it said? Like yeah. it was talking about something happening in like a courtroom. Yeah, I think um, maybe that's his way of just letting go and like just like I don't know, getting his mind off of like the craziness of the day. Like some people work out or some people I don't know. Yeah, why do it at work? Okay, so it's here's that's that's where it gets dumb. Is you're in yeah. your judge's robe doing this? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think it's professionalism has been lost in our culture. We don't like people aren't really professional anymore. No. And, uh, 
I think this is an example of with a judge, like judges are supposed to be, you're literally, it's in the name, you're judging society. Your job is to look at good and evil. And I think judges have always carried this air of mystery to them, right? Like you don't know it. You never hung out with a judge at a barbecue. Have you? No, I haven't actually. Maybe somebody has, but to me, it's like, that's why judge Judy is such a disgrace to the robe. Because she comes out. <laughs> but you wow, watch like, hot take right here. Like, you know what I love about the Supreme Court? And they're in the news a lot right now. But the, you know nothing about these people besides what you see of them when mm-hmm. they're on their hearings. Like, they're very mysterious. They're like judges. Yeah. Right? Like, they wear robes and they're like, they're supposed to be wise and hidden. And this guy's out here recording TikToks. I mean, if it was like TikToks of him talking about, you know, not his cases, but law. Like, if he was like, oh, I'm here today to talk about the law or about like local news and give you my perspective as somebody that has 30 years experience, that's one thing, but to be lip syncing in bed, one of them, he was in his bed. It's a, that's a little, that's inappropriate for any job. Let's be honest. Yeah. I wonder, I guess he's going to lose uh, his place at the bench, right? It sounds like that, but I hope he doesn't what are they lose do? his job. Are they, are they just going to like give him like, be like, bro, here's the thing. We'll let you like stay a judge. Just stop right now. Don't do this anymore. Yeah. I'm thinking a slap on Something the wrist. Like that. A slap on the wrist could correct Especially it. Especially if it's a good record too. But can you imagine you're like, you, you commit a crime and you go into the courtroom and you see this judge. Like, bro, I'm you're a like, huge fan. <laughs> you're like, I've seen your TikToks, bro. <laughs> Call him out like in front of everyone. Be like, you're dude, the guy, you're the guy in the, the Beavis and Butthead shirt, right? With the Nasty Nas references, bro. You're in the pajamas. Yeah, I don't know. I'd love to hear some comments on this one. What do you, what do you guys think at home? Is it appropriate for a judge to be recording lip syncing TikToks to Rihanna songs? I don't know. And with that, that is our last story of today. Thank you all for listening. Any closing thoughts, boys? Um, meter monkey. I think that's uh, the moral of the episode. We need the meter monkeys out and about all day, every day. Cutest thing I've ever seen. Can you type in a monkey in a top hat? What it looks like on a bicycle circus monkey, top hat, bicycle. I don't know. I, I, this is what I'm picturing in my head, Josh and the, the listeners at home. You guys could Google this. Oh, here it is. That's it. I know, but I'm looking for a real monkey. Is there like a photo of a real one? Yeah. Like that. Oh yes, in a suit, a three-piece <laughs> three suit with a cane, bro. It's something about that. Yeah, mm, I think you're onto something here, Josh. I don't know. You know, we could start paying him too. Not the bear. No, we'll have the to. Bear is too we'll suggest it to Stone Harbor, and, and we'll see what they say to us. All right? Metermonkeys.com. Metermonkeys.com is that our website? We should buy that domain I don't wanna, today. I'm always scared to look up random domains. You never know. Metermonkey.com. Yeah, I wouldn't have looked that up. Sounds a little risky. All right. And with that, thank you all for listening. Have an amazing week. We will see you next Friday right here on the Garden State for all the New Jersey news you need to get. Thank you for listening and have an amazing weekend. Peace. God bless. Later. You're listening to the Garden State. The Dirty Jurors.